Hey everyone, this is Rina. And this is Justin, and we want to welcome you to the Too Real K-Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we keep it honest and sometimes way too real about all things K-Pop. Get ready to talk music, industry tea, comebacks, survival shows, music recommendations, and so much more. We'll laugh, we'll joke, and sometimes get a little too controversial, but it's all good and fun. So buckle up, because this episode is gonna be a fun one. And we're about to get to Real K-Pop. with our third episode hopefully our last episode was spicy enough for y'all but enough of that let's let everyone know today what are we discussing in today's let's talk so in today's let's talk we're talking about the long-awaited queendom so i know last episode guys we were like oh we're gonna talk about twice in new york we actually ended up changing our minds because we had a impromptu talk about it ourselves. So, because of that, we're just going to talk about something else we wanted to talk about, which is Queendom. So, if y'all have been paying attention, we've been talking about Queendom since episode one of our podcast, and Queendom 2 is airing right now. Hint, hint, just so you know. So, we figured it would be timely to talk about Queendom this week. So I'm so excited and I can't wait to talk about Queendom today, but first we have to start the show like we always do. It's time for What You've Been Listening To. This is the segment where we talk about a K-pop song that we've been listening to non-stop lately, new or old. So I'll pass it over to you, girl, What You've Been Listening To. So to no one's surprise, again, I'm talking about Stray Kids Maniac. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Bing, bing. Alrighty, so we talking about Stray Kids Maniac, of course. The latest comeback, <clears throat> okay. I kind of previewed it last time because last time we recorded they It was were, coming, right? They were coming back, so the they were posting the teasers and stuff like that. So they're finally here. And just to start it off. The EP charted number one on Billboard's 200. Look at you coming through with the facts, ma'am. Okay. Because I think it happened a couple of days ago, but I was just like, damn, they're coming up. I was really happy because this album is really good. Well, we did that album listening party together. Yes, I forgot we actually listened to the album together. We we reacted to the video together, guys, and we listened to the album together. Yes. And so, I told you before, Maniac album itself, at first listen, we were both kind of just like, "Mm, okay, interesting, but I'm telling you, it's the only album I've been listening to. (laughs) ever since then but like don't take that the wrong way at all guys like when we say interesting it wasn't like you know like oh interesting it was like a oh interesting yeah. because that beat was nothing like the teasers that i was like oh i think i immediately liked maniac but yeah, it was the rest of the album where i was right. kind of just like oh, okay but i ended up liking pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Hey, Spider, you got me locked yeah. up, eh? <laughs> I think the only one that I don't really like is Muddy Water, which you already know. Yeah, I was just going to say, 
that Maniac is probably... I'm still contemplating between Maniac and Mero being my favorite album. I was going to say, you're making that claim? Because Muddy Water, no offense, just kind of ruins it for me. <laughs> I I know what they were trying to do. They were trying to go for the old style. But it just reminded me of what I would hear in the first couple of seasons and Show Me the Money. And the recent seasons in Show Me the Money, if someone pulled out that song, they would immediately get eliminated. <laughs> so, I don't know. It just, I'm not really into that old boom bap style that they were going for. But the raps were good. I agree. With I actually, for the longest time, Straight Kids title tracks weren't really clicking with me. But this one hooked me right away. Like I it really did. Really like this song. It's very good. Yeah, it's very good. Anyways, I was, I'm talking about the album too much. <laughs> but the song itself. The song itself is popping. Popping. Um. So the song itself, I love it. I love the pre-chorus into the chorus. I also love the during the chorus or kind of the second part of the chorus. They have the backup vocals. Which are just like, ah. Uh. Yep, yep. I think it makes it more fuller sound and it's complete. But, pop it! Pop it! That's, that, part, <laughs> <laughs> that part gets me so hyped. Like, their ad-libs in this song also get me really hyped. And so... And I feel like you're going to get to this, but I also mm -hmm. just want to put it out on the table. This is your boy's era, though. Yeah, I feel like this is Changbin's era for sure. He looks good. He has a lot of parts. Yeah. I mean, Dormant Volcano. Dormant Volcano. Like a sealed tornado. Hey. Pop in. And he got a lot of screen time in the MV. Yeah. yeah. But. So for you and all the Chungmin stands out there. It's a win for us. It's a win. W. Okay. The choreography always, Strike Kids choreography is good. Um, it's interesting in the beginning how I forgot which member it was, but they all have a foot on the member and like they're all like they're four members laying down and it's just like a weird formation. But anyways, the Stray Kids has pretty good formation sometimes and they're pretty interesting with their choreo. But going on to the individual members, first of all, Chan's blue hair. I really love it. I didn't think anything would surpass his blonde hair, but his blue hair was Electric really nice. blue is so nice. Yeah. And then I loved his ad-libs in the back his high note during yeah, i forgot about the, that what was it during the it's, end yeah the bridge at the end he he had a lot of high notes in this in song. the album yeah in the album itself and then han his rap always goes off that his... that fur hat did not go off <laughs> but the raps went off okay for some reason one of the members always like i said last time they always have to have a weird hat and it was him this time. And it was him this time. And he went off. Yeah. And all the other outfits he wore in the MV I liked. It was yeah. just that. The that outfits were... Hat. Some of them hit, some of them missed for yeah. me. But Han's singing part was really... Yes, like, it, it was, was really smooth, too. It was good. Hyunjin, his red hair. Red hair, enough said. I feel like this Stage is, charisma, enough yes, said. I feel like this is Hyunjin's era as well. We talked about it in, like, past episodes but his stage charisma and like his improvement mm -hmm. in just like vocals and stuff like that he consistently delivers and this was no exception yeah also not only did he get the chorus the second chorus he also sang in the bridge yeah he did 
He did. And I was just like, Hyunjin? Hyunjin? I'm glad that they're kind of giving him more singing parts, but his bridge part and chorus hit. Um, Felix? Ugh, you Maniac. already know. That you hit. already know. That he, hit. It hit. It hit. They gave him the pop it! Pop it! It's a very, okay, so from Changbin's first pop-in, it's kind of more like, I guess, it, it's a- Pop-in! Yeah, it's an aggressive kind of lyrically-wise, but that pre-chorus gets me hyped. But then, Hyunjin, so Hyunjin's chorus with Felix's maniac, and then- yeah. Hyunjin sings the rest of it. And I already knew from the teasers that Maniac was going to sound so good. No hate to Felix. I loved oh. his chorus, but Hyunjin plus Felix chorus hits even more. It, it does. I right. really enjoyed that more. And then it goes into Felix's pop, pop in. Yeah. So I really like that transition. And Felix's pop in part, pre-chorus part, gets me even more hyped. So I really like that. And like I said, Felix Hyunjin Core is superior. And it's funny because literally, like, <laughs> we waited to record this episode. But since it came out, you've been, like, driving home from school or just, like, studying two hours nonstop. Maniac. I'm like, huh? <laughs> I told him the other day I was driving to school in the full 30 minutes. I just put Maniac on repeat. The one song. Yeah, literally just that one song. Not even the whole album. That song has actually been on repeat. I haven't been obsessed with a song like that in a very, very long time. It has you in a chokehold. So it was very shocking. because I was It's just, good. I was just like, what? Well, what? So it, another funny backstory. So the day... After I would say Maniac came out, we had we were celebrating a friend's birthday, so we were on a party bus. Oh, yeah. And don't need to go into details, but then the next day we were just like so exhausted, really tired, and I had to do groceries. So I was at Target and there were two copies of the Maniac album left. And I'm like, I gotta get them. I gotta get them. So I got them for us and I texted her and I was like, Rena! Are you home? And she was like, yeah, I'm so shot. And I'm like, come outside for two minutes. <laughs> and then I got the Maniac album. He was album. like, I have a surprise. And I was just like, I was in the med middle of eating dinner. And I was wondering what it was. Because we had literally just seen each other yeah. the day before on the party bus for like seven plus hours. I had no hours. idea. And then he pulled out the album and I was just like, <laughs> king saving the day. But I opened it and I got... You got a lot of Changbin. I got a lot of Changbin cards. Which Meanwhile, really I'm not even going to go into detail with mine because I got played. <laughs> I got no one. Well, I didn't get any of my biases except one Felix photo card, and that's it. I got a lot of good photo cards. I got Changbin. Yeah, you Sungmin did. looked really good, and then Hyunjin also looked very good. So I was I was pretty happy with the photo cards and stuff that I got. Yeah. But moving on to the other members, Lino, his falsetto in the beginning was really good he's been delivering lately and he also got i think he also got kind of the second part of the chorus too um ian i kind of liked his parts like his parts were pretty good and every time he performs and his par parts come on he just makes me smile because he's so cute so ian's always been the baby he's so cute mm -hmm. sungmin Let's not play his vocals. Mm -hmm. I feel like he was in the background for this he was. comeback, though. He was. 
So I didn't really get to see a lot of him, but he looked good and sang good. And then last but not least, Changbin, you know, rapping gay. We already Poppin! touched on him. Poppin! Yeah. He got the pre-chorus, which I was shocked about. I think we were both shocked. Yes. Because he usually... Because, I mean, the pre-chorus part, to have the pre-chorus part is one thing, but then to have that center choreography and it's like a killing part move, that yeah. hip thrust, that was game-changing. Because he usually just gets one rapping portion yeah. of the song and then, it's like, and then it's like, like a lot of back, back of vocals. But overall, Three Racha did a really good job on choosing the title track and composing the song. So they did really good. And the only other thing I'm going to say is my second favorite song in that album is Charmer. Oh, yeah, so you like really that song. song. Yeah, you did like that song. But yeah, it's 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 neck and neck with Miro. The only thing the, is... What we'll tell, what time will tell because you know yeah. it'll be like a year from now. Yeah. If it's still hitting as hard as it is now, then you'll know. Yeah, because Muddy Water is the only song that kind of ruins the album for me. Because I'm not a ballad person. You already know that. We but, know. But their ballad sounded good, the vocal line. Um, Lonely Street was like their rock, going back to their rock vibes. And I really liked it. And the other songs were pretty good. Venom. Venom. You know I liked um, Venom. Bang. I really love that beat drop. I'm not an EDM dubstep person, but that was really good. Overall, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Done. Done. Moving on to what you've been listening to. Tell me. Tell me. Well, I've been listening to... This is going to be a surprise because it's kind of like a new goo group. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I am just saying they're an underrated group. Not a lot of people know about them. But this song has had me in a chokehold. I've been listening to Catch the Stars by Wu Ah. Oh, okay. So I found this song when I was watching. I was on YouTube like before bed one day. And I was going through one of those like, you know, those like K-pop. Um, like op-ed channels and they're just like yes. oh k-pop songs that need to blow up or like songs that, that or they do those controversial videos like songs that really aren't as good as people say like ones of those channels yeah so i was listening to one and i think it was like underrated girl group songs or k-pop girl groups just hit different and this song was on there and i was just like this kind of sounds good. So I was like, let me listen to it. Because I like to watch those videos because they do remind me of songs that I've forgotten about or like show me new songs. So that was one of the ones that was on there. And I was like, let me listen to it. And it slapped. It slapped. It honestly reminded me of a song that like playback would have done if they were still together. Because. Oh my God. You unlocked. <laughs> A memory well because I literally want you to say was in that same video and I was like want you to say and then like not long after that was I catch the stars and I was like this is so good and I could see playback doing well I was gonna say that kind of song that those channels or like those videos either give you nostalgia or sometimes they really introduce you to new songs and you're kind of just like, ooh, ooh what yeah. is So, wow, playback. Is a playback. <laughs> that's a throwback. I loved that song. Why don't you just say it was so good. It was a very, So, very good I mean, it's poppy. If you like 
girl group pop and you like girl group music in general and you want to look for something new, try Wu Ah's Catch the Stars. And that's what I've been listening to to get you up to speed. So moving right along, it's time to talk about the trends. This is our next segment where we talk about what's been going on in the K-pop world and all of that industry tea, all right? So tell me, what have you been keeping up with or keeping your eye on in the industry lately? So this actually came as a surprise to me, but randomly, I don't know how I stumbled upon the news, but Big Bang is making a comeback. Yes, I saw that. They're coming back. And honestly, I don't think any of us imagined them coming back as a group. I feel that they would come back as individuals because, you know, D-Dragon... They haven't even done that. Yeah, D-Dragon has solos. You know, I feel like each member has solos, but apparently they're coming back back soon. Second gen. Yeah, they're coming back April 5th. Yeah, I've seen some of the teaser pics. I actually haven't. Um, So I know it's coming, but... I mean, I feel like I I haven't even remembered them since, you know, like, fuck it and all of that. Back, we were like freshmen in college. Woo! Throwback. I know they had like a few songs after that, but like that was the last time I really Mm -hmm. like followed them. And I wanna get down. And I wanna get down. But that was very exciting news to me because, you know. I mean, bang, bang, bang still like hits for me and Haru Haru, like... (laughs) Any or even like the solo songs like Taeyang with I the, like G um, Dragon solos Wedding Dress and then I love his song um Fear that he featured on for Minnow for during Show Me the Money. Love that song oh, too. Oh yes. Um so they're a big name. It's always exciting to see older groups like that coming back. You know they're gonna make a splash. Yeah, they're coming back as four member group. As they should. But yeah. Um let's not fall in love. I think it's actually oh, my favorite song too. by yeah, then. Yeah, that's a good one. D-Dragon looked really good. 2015, they had a very good year in general. D-Dragon looked very good with orange hair. I also like Top's um, blonde hair. But speaking of Top, I think after this, he might be leaving the agency to pursue solo stuff. But it's also nice to see Top, you know. It's been a minute. Back. From was actually all my, of them, to be he honest. He was actually my bias. Because G-Dragon was like in the military, I think, and then top and was inactive and Taeyang got married and had a child. Daesung, I don't know. Yeah, Daesung. I I haven't kept up with him, but it'll be interesting to see them come back. Like I said, they're going to make a splash regardless. I feel feel as though everyone Everyone is going to be excited for them to come back. Yeah, you're right. But anyways, moving on to what you wanted to discuss so what i want to discuss and if y'all know me and eyes one this will come as no shock to y'all but le seraphim is debuting as source music's first official girl group under hybe because and i know a lot of people have been like saying there's been controversy with that headline like g friend was source music's first girl group no read the rest of the headline under Hybe. So, if you didn't know, Le Seraphim is an upcoming six-member girl group coming out under Source Music, which is now housed under Hybe, aka BTS's company, uh, TXT, you know, and Hype and all of those names. And they're going to be the, their first girl group 
Underhive and in general since G Friends disbandment. It's honestly about time they made a girl group. It's about time. Because why'd they make three boy groups in a row? I know that Hyde no is offense. supposed to be coming out <laughs> with a girl group sometime later. I was later, waiting for them to come out with a girl group. It's about time. Yeah. But I'm so excited for this girl group. Not only because like first of all, La Seraphim, it's like angelic, elegant. It's... It sounds good, but the first time you texted it to me you were like, what is this? I was like, how do you pronounce this? Yes. So I'm excited to see because it, I feel like they're going to do, you know, like, in some elegance, like, angel coming down type Ooh, concept. Elegant. But Le Seraphim is a play off of the words, I'm fearless. I see. So we'll see. I'm excited to see it. But they just unveiled the first member today who is Miyawaki Sakura, mm-hmm. better known as a member of Eyes One and also HKT48. Obviously, if you kept up with them, you know Eyes One disbanded last year. She went back to HKT48 in Japan for a few months, and then she graduated from the group and came back to South Korea. And is joining I'm kind of glad, because sometimes with Japanese members, like especially with IOI and Eyes One, it's kind of bittersweet. Because a lot of them end up going back to And honestly, Japan. when Eyes One disbanded, I thought if any of them were going to stay in Korea and like sign and stay in the K-pop world, it would have been Hitomi first, or it would have been Nako. Then Sakura would have been my last pick. And continuing on, if you've been keeping up with Le Seraphim, you would also know they've confirmed Chewan from Eyes One is also going to be in the group. So I'm excited to see that she transferred from Wulim. They transferred her into Source Music and now she's going to be debuting. So we got two of our Eyes One girls. And it's just going to be a whole Produce 48 reunion <laughs> because another rumored member is Ho Yunjin or Yunjin, um, who was on Produce 48. And I think she plays like 26th or something. Oh, but she okay. was one of my picks back when the show was airing and then she got eliminated. And y'all probably know her because she was also, at the time, was under Pletus and oh. was a Pletus trainee during the show with um, Cotton from After School. So she's also supposed to be coming, and I'm so excited because we haven't heard from her since the show. And I'm so happy to see her. So I'm so excited for La Seraphim. I know they're coming to slay, and it is going to be amazing. May cannot get here fast enough. Stan Le Seraphim. Oh, that's pretty far from now. Kind yeah. Of. But, you know, if you think about it, they're going to unveil each of the members yeah. solo. That, Do you know, it teasers. has to be like teasers and everything. Yeah. A concept trailer. It's quite the time to be an Eyes One Stan because we have them re-debuting. You know, Ives coming back. Mm-hmm. We just watched that teaser. It's going to be amazing. Miss Wan Young. Wan Young serving as always. What a time. Over. What a time. But I don't know if any of you guys have been keeping up with those trends, but those are just some of the ones that are on our radar. And we're looking forward to seeing what happens from here. Now, moving right along, it's time. Court is in (laughs) session. It is time for our Let's Talk today. We're calling today's Let's Talk Queendom Court. So for all of you new listeners out there, Let's Talk is our segment, our main segment of the show, where we talk about any topic we're, you know, wanting to spill some tea on, mm-hmm. discuss in length, in. currently interested in at length. So today we are calling it Queendom's, Queendom's Court. Court. 
Because, like we said earlier in the episode, Queendom is currently airing, and we are such Queendom stands, or like dumb stands in general, because Queendom, we both loved. I watched Road to Kingdom, we watched Kingdom. Kingdom. Queendom. And now Queendom is out for season two. So it is officially time. Court is in session. Mm -hmm. So tell me, before we look at the present, we can talk about the past. So, Queendom Season 1. Thoughts? Opinions? Memories? Queen Bomb. Bomb. Is who I have to bring up because she <laughs> she brought her and AOA brought the clown energy. They did. And, you know, the jokes, the comedic relief. They did. And I loved it. Whether it be I feel Bomb kind of kind of didn't do it on purpose she was just funny she as was a just person. funny in general right right but aoa i felt like you know they were kind of doing it not on purpose but you know they're just genuinely like funny. they're just genuinely funny yeah um we watched the first episode of queendom season two today yeah and we both started living when they showed that flash back of bomb <laughs> from the first episode when Oh, my girl walked in and they're like, oh, my God, hi, hi. And then she's like, hi. And then she's like, what group are you what from? What group are you from? <laughs> and she's like Instantly not trying to be humbled. shady, but yeah. it's so funny. And honestly, I remember when Queendom was announced and I was like, I don't I remember what was rumored. And they were like, oh, Mnet's supposed to be coming out with this survival show called Queendom. And K-pop girl groups are going to compete against one each other, one another. And Stan Twitter was in a riot. They were like, this is such a bad idea. This mm-hmm. is so unfair. Everyone should be lifting each other up, not competing. And this is going to create such fan wars and toxicity. And listen, whenever you get a survival show, that side of it is bound to happen no matter what. I mean, it's bound to happen no matter what in K-pop. You know, if a group comes back at the same time as another group, there's bound to be a fan war. And every fandom is bound to have those toxic fans yeah. who drag other groups down and just do the most to quote-unquote support one group when in reality they're just tearing down and causing hate and all this other nonsense. We're not a team. This is, this is a competition. competition. Um, but I was living for Queendom and then it finally happened and... It took the K-pop world by storm. Of course, you know, people, oh, this is unfair. Mnet editing always gets people riled up. But Mnet's going to be Mnet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we already saw it today with season two. Yeah. But, well, I know the show was so great. It got so many groups exposure and repopularity for some and newfound popularity for some. It showed different sides to all these artists that we've never seen before it created such like a sisterhood and or just like unity in general if we want to bring in kingdom where it's just like the competition yes is happening but at the end of the day they're all supporting each other and they all want to lift each other up and see each other do well yeah this i was gonna say honestly because this is the first time i'm watching a queendom slash kingdom in full because I watched Queendom. It was I bits kinda, and pieces. I kind of watched bits and pieces and all the performances. I had that. I was on lockdown. <laughs> you know, I was watching weekly. Road to Kingdom, again, bits and pieces. I, I watched that in full, I too. I watched um, the performances. 
That Obviously, because the boys were on there. That one was a little that. harder to get through, but I I forced myself to watch it because I was making sure the boys were getting to Kingdom. Yeah, and then Kingdom itself, again, watched in bits and pieces, um, which comes to a Kingdom surprise. Kingdom took forever to even happen. Yeah, which comes to a surprise because I'm a Stray Kids fan, but honestly, I can't... The lineup I, was I stacked. I don't know what it was. The lineup was very good, but I don't know i just can't sit and watch shows for that long anymore well it's yeah they are long they're very hard and the only reason i feel like i can because they're all like two hours yeah the only reason i can get through queendom is because we're watching it together and also you know we we like groups on there so might, we do. Might, might as well we do i honestly remember when the queendom season two lineup was like being rumored i was first of all i was waiting for queendom season two forever like since yes you were even like before since kingdom queendom finished since queendom finished i was like let's keep the ball rolling yeah, queendom too and, but they came out road to kingdom and then it was road to kingdom yeah. and kingdom and then i was like okay kingdom ended let's go where's queendom and i honestly thought they were gonna do a road to queendom but i'm kind of glad they didn't yeah but and then the Queendom season two lineup came out, and I remember texting you when it happened, and I'm like, "Oh my, oh my god!" god. And I I remember there was lineup with the the lineup. Oh, I mixed up my words. I remember there was controversy with the lineup for this season because people were like, "Oh my god, where are the underrated groups? They deserve to be on here." This, that, the other thing. There's no road to Queendom. If you put an underrated group against someone like luna or you know healing like it's, it's not, not gonna really be entirely fair especially the way the the show is formatted you would know like audience votes are a thing charting on music charts is a factor fan votes is a factor like yes of course underrated groups would benefit from being mm. on the show but at the same time you don't want to get them eaten up and there are people i would say this season that still have things to gain from being on Queendom. Yeah. That was the that was the thing I could say about all of the people who appear on these shows. Everyone has something to gain cuz from season 1 I remember I mean Mamamoo won and it took their career to a new, new level of popularity yeah. and they were already popular. Yeah. When they entered the show a lot of people were surprised they were even on the show. Oh my girl blew up. Yeah. I mean they were a dark horse I would say. A lot of people didn't realize how good they were and then they came delivered and then they became uber popular with non-stop let's just keep going in order g idol increased their domestic popularity because they were huge internationally and they were known as super rookies and then they blew up in south korea with their performances and they had iconic performances uh, the the like demonic version of la tata the every day, every the day lion that. performance everyone loved that they had a very good mysterious dark Vibe from the beginning. And I was here for it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the recent, out of all the recent girl groups, they, besides Dreamcatcher, because they do very good mysterious dark concept as well. G Idol has that. They had it from day one. Yeah. I I wish they continued or continued that. They bring it back every now and then. Into their like actual comebacks and stuff. They'll have, like, the song, the B-side, or they bring it back every now and then. Um, Bomb had obviously just come back. Yeah. After years with her scandal. That shouldn't have even been a scandal. And Her vocals and theatrics were really good in the... 
Yeah. Show. I knew Bomb was a K-pop legend, but when I started watching Queendom, I did not realize the clown energy <laughs> we would also be getting. She made me laugh every single episode. Um, I mean, the one episode I'll never forget where they were breaking down into the, the, the collab units. And she went to join the vocal team, and they're just like, oh my god, Bob's the only one left. And then the camera just cut to her walking towards the bus with an umbrella, and she's just, like, chuckling. And she's like, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, she's so funny, and she doesn't even have to do anything. I love that performance where she started crying, but then once they got off stage, she yes. was like, oh my god, we did so that, well. That was the one that she did with, uh, and I was oh like, my girl. I was like, girl, and you that, were just crying And that was right one now. where her weave was like down to her like kneecaps. <laughs> that was so funny. I love her long hair. It's the long hair. And short... her six inch pumps. Yes. It's long always... hair, six inch pumps, and short dresses. Done. Her I brand. I love the way they styled her. So, and Bomb obviously, you know, delivered her version of Han. Han, I was just going to say. So good. So good. And then AOA at the time. Obviously, their career, they had lost another member. They were five. Mm-hmm. People questioned if they were going to be able to continue. They wanted, you know, newfound popularity. And they delivered on the show. They showed that not only did they still have it, they never lost the it. The two performances, their miniskirt, which was their first performance, and the egotistic. Y'all, no. That's uh, those two performances giving me everything. So, AOA... As always, these days, it they are a sensitive topic for some. I mean, you know, the whole situation happened Yeah. with Mina and Jimin. That happened. Jimin left the group. Yuna left FNC. But now it's coming out that Mina, you know, had all this other stuff coming out about her. The transcripts were leaked from their whole meeting. Mina had supposedly been a problem child within FNC, made up a lot of accusations or did things that could quote-unquote justify some of the things Jimin did or people see Jimin just being a harsh leader it's a very very convoluted and murky gray area situation there are no rights and wrongs I feel like it's just kind of it's very it's but it's very hard to talk about especially because a lot of people who end up speaking about the issue just see whatever they see on social media and just there's their opinion. They don't see the facts. They don't see all sides to the situation. Regardless, we're not here to talk about the entire yeah. AOA situation. If we're talking about them, their time on the show. Yeah. Also, I mean, before we move on to that, bullying and mistreating other people are not okay. No, never okay. And that's on period. It's never okay. Mental health should always be taken seriously. Um, and AOA it w- is one of my ultimate girl groups. They will always have a special place in my heart as artists, as entertainers, as performers. So when I saw them on the show, I was so happy to get new moments from them, new performances from them, new music from them, and they delivered. Like we were saying, with the round one performance of Miniskirt, as soon as you heard the heels clacking Mm -hmm. on the stage, and then you just hear the AOA drop it, I was like... Their round one performance they was the chair so grand. Too? The dance breaks, the remix, the chair choreo. I mean... If AOA can bring out the chair choreo, I better see Brave Girls pull out the stools. Because <laughs> I will never forget. I will never forget. Safety comes first. I get it. 
but I'm so mad they not con- did they they did not continue the stool, the stool legacy. Come on now. Why would you take out such an important part from the choreography? They did. And I sounded um, really mad there, but I'm actually mad. She's very passionate about the, the subject. Just like I was going to say, it is a crime that no Elvis, Ace of Elvis, no AOA fans petitioned for AOA to do the umbrella version of Bing Bing for the, the, the fan round, the, van, the fan voted round. I get Sohyun wasn't there, but the fact that AOA is very inactive now and is likely never coming back and we never got a special performance of Bing Bing with those umbrellas. They teased, for those of you who don't know, AOA teased Bing Bing, one of their comebacks, with umbrella. They had purple umbrellas. They, they were had a whole cute- choreo cute like black large like raincoat like, but satin yeah, outfit but satin outfit and they that they did wear yes but they had it matching with these purple umbrellas it was giving everything it was it was supposed to be iconic but after, we all thought it was going to be part of the choreo after that teaser which was like a 10 second teaser the umbrellas were never to be they seen they weren't again. even in the music video they were never to be seen and again. We, they weren't in the music video. We never got them in an end of the year special AOA concert. You know what that reminds Nothing. me of? This reminds me of if you guys are older, Jay Park or like Hyuna Sands. Jay Park. Hey, I know what you're Jay, talking about. Jay Park teased You Know, which is it's kind of like an R&B, hip hop, whatever. I love that song. It's such a chill vibe. <laughs> he teased a dance choreo. With Hyanna, they both looked so good. They were both killing it, never to be seen again. She was in the music video as a model, but where did that dance choreo go? And what did they think they were going to do with it? It was like if I was so mad that it didn't happen because I was expecting it to be and at it never least happened. <laughs> be a little clip in the music video or maybe a separate little performance video. It now, if you guys don't know, my alts are Jay Park and Hyanna. So, for them, not <laughs> for him to... I can't, it's a crime. I can't put it into words. These two things, these three things, Brave Girls with the Stools, <laughs> AOA not doing the umbrella choreography, and Jay Park and Hyanna not releasing a full or half, I don't care, whatever type of choreography, Choreo. yeah. choreography is a crime. And I will never forgive whoever made these decisions for them not to do it. <laughs> so, it's... And listen, with AOA oh, I got a little heated there. It got a little, it got a little heated. I'm so upset. Just like, I got heated every week watching Queen because I feel AOA was never given the justice they deserve. They ranked low every round when their performances were so good. I mean, the I understand performance, they can't win everything, but at least they should have gotten second, third. The egoist or the miniskirt performance. Come on, now those were. Yeah, I understand iconic. the I'm Jelly Baby and. Um, that was kind of tragic. That performance. Time for some action and push stage. Yeah, that one that was, was kind of. That was kind. I mean, Cream looked amazing. And I was really happy to get an AOA cream stage again after all that time. Oh, but AOA it was cream is iconic. It I was love a, Jelly Baby. But Egotistic was such a meaningful performance. I mean, yeah. it represented so much. Um, if you haven't read about it, you can contact us. I'll link you to the article I wrote about it in my school's newspaper at the time that got published. Okay. 
Okay. So period. That's how much I love that performance. And Promo. Not even that performance. The their version of egotistic slaps. Yes, it's really good. I kind of like it better than Mamu's. Yeah, I do too. To be honest with you, I really do. So AOA had a lot to gain from the show too, and then you know Lovelies was able to show other yeah. sides to them. They were you know stereotyped and boxed into this thing that they were just this group who could only do cute concepts. Mm-hmm. And even though the results weren't the best for them on the show, they had iconic performances. I mean, their version of Sixth Sense, I loved. Mm. So Lovelies had a lot to gain from the show, too. And I just lived for seeing these groups interact with one another and do things together and just show the strength of women in the K-pop industry. And I mean, even for Kingdom, just to show the unity of these groups and how they do support one another and how... They all can unite over something they love and also just go even harder than we get to see in comebacks. Yes. And because, you know, we don't really get to see big stages until end of the year music shows or also love award shows. The so, round where they have to cover other, other groups' songs. Yeah. yeah, it's great. And it's always great to see, too, for example, with Queendom and Kingdom and even Road to Kingdom, where in the beginning, it's very like awkward and icy yeah, and they're just and like competitive. oh my god what are they gonna bring yeah. to the table and then literally by the end of the show they're like best friends with yeah. someone else from a- another group and it's always great to see so i'm here for it i'm here for it i mean i i can rewatch queendom kingdom road to kingdom stages any day i mean come on now road to kingdom the boys with their continuous story and then we have what didn't they do? I mean, they were... They did everything. I love their uh, also De Mio cover. Yes. I think that was one of my favorite Kingdom, performances. That was great. Monster, when he came out and of like... It looked like an octopus. <laughs> you remember? <laughs> yes. But all of the performances were just like amazing. And then yeah, even on Kingdom, every group bought it. I mean, SF9 with their move... SF9 and Move, cover. that was a crime. It should have been higher, but it's okay. It should. It's another situation where they deserve better. They deserve better. They deserve better. So, listen, you can't get mad at it, though, because at the end of the day, it's a competition. It's a We're competition. We're not a team. This is, this a, is competition. a competition. So, if we have to apply this to Season 2 of Queendom... Again, I think everyone has something to gain from this show. Cosmic Girls, I feel like, are the dark horses of K-pop. They have so many good songs that are popular, but they don't have a lot of international fans, and a lot of fans do sleep on them, I feel yeah. like, still. Ever since they started or teased that they were going to be on it, there was one song that I actually did like by them. I think it was Natural, the one that you Unnatural. Me. Unnatural, yeah. So there was like... And with them, they're one of those groups I text you all the time. I'm like, oh, they came back. And I'm like, oh, I love the song. But I don't know, like, anything yeah. about them. I know, you know, a few mo- members, like I said, when we did our top 21 of 2021. Uh, but I'm excited to see them. I feel like they can bring, like, almost an Oh My Girl type of energy yeah, to the show. because Oh My Girl was the dark horse. They really song, were. I feel like. And then, you know, then we have Luna who they already said they want to be more popular domestically. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like they could gain that from this show. It's a valid thing. And Luna, you all know they have good performances, good choreo, mm-hmm. good formations. We talked about it in your top 21 with Paint the Town yeah. a little bit. And Luna has so many stands. 
So, oh, yeah, and also, like, there are rumors about their agency going bankrupt. Yeah, they have a lot to prove. So, so Luna is going to be interesting to see. And then we have the controversial contestant, Kepler. And we already touched on this a little bit when I did my review on Girls Planet, but I watched that show start to finish, voted every week. So Kepler are my babies. I support them. I love them. I'm excited to see them on there. And they are such strong performers. And I remember everyone was so pissed when they were announced as contestants. They have a lot to prove, too, even though they don't have the biggest song discography yet or song collection. Miss TLC is in there. We have, they have a lot to prove because they were, they blew up internationally, but domestically, Watata didn't do stellar on the charts. Yeah. They sold a lot of albums though and were successful. So I think this could grow their domestic popularity and also show that like, they're really talented and you guys should watch them because Girls Planet didn't do as good as produce in terms of viewership and ratings. Really? Yeah. So Kepler, I feel like, you know, has things that they want to prove too. So we'll see. And then we have Vivies. Who also just reinvented themselves. Yeah, from G Friend. From G Friend. And I feel like bop, bop. this is gonna help them solidify like this is their new as, start. Yeah. That's like Vivies. Like a new chapter. Yeah, a new chapter. For them. A new cha- and I also am excited because I feel like they're gonna be very good at meshing with the other groups. Yeah. They just from when we watched episode one, which we'll get into, I feel like they have a good personality to fit mm-hmm. with everyone. And then we have Hyolin. Hyorin. Don't even start. She's we all knew she wasn't shows. gonna come to play. And she I said it when we watched the episode. Bomb was great on the show, delivered great performances, funny moments, bonded well with everyone. But if we're talking about solely performance and musicality, she was made Hyolin for these types is gonna of eat shows. everyone up. She destroyed Unpretty Rap Star. She killed it on Good Girl. She's been on Double Trouble. Yeah. She's like a veteran in the industry and on survival shows. And on survival shows. So she's like, this is nothing to me. Like, she... I feel like we'll get into this later, but I have to, since we're talking about Hyolin in competition, we were watching the episode. She walks into the office where they're announcing that she's going to be on um, the show. Queendom. She's just like, another competition. Why do I have to keep doing this? But then also she was, I like it though. I like it though, yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited. Her performances, we'll get to it in a, a little bit. Yeah. She's going to slay. And then, and then finally, finally brave, brave Girls. They are comedic icons and they have a lot to prove on the show too because they want to prove they're not one-hit wonders. And yes, Chimant Baram didn't flop. Chima. It did really good after Roland. You know, they sold a good amount of al- really good amount of albums. Got music show wins, charted well. But then y'all played them by paying After We Ride and Thank You, Dust. Okay? I'm going to say it. It has I to be said. Thank you. Like, I love... Sure, the music videos have a tons of views on YouTube, but y'all didn't buy the album and y'all didn't stream it because it flopped on music charts. That's all I'm saying. I loved that album it's such a good album. it's a good album it's actually next on my list to buy i'm one of those people because stray kids just i'm sorry i they came back at a bad time it was a mix because i was listening to maniac album and brave girls album 
but Stray Kids overtook, and I started the listening is to too, only Stray Kids. Also Stray Kids came out. G Idol is also oh, yeah. promoting right now, and so <laughs> why are you cranky, boy? So listen, it was rough for them, and also this is a rant for another time. But Brave really played them with the promotion this time. This album, this comeback came back out of nowhere. It was yeah. announced out of nowhere. The outfits well, feel like were tragic. The preparing. concept was unclear. We barely got any, you know, teasers and whatever. So it's a rant for another time. And then they squeezed it into like, oh, this is coming next week. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I feel like it it's been done because a lot better. they were announced on Queendom. So, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Excuse so, me. But... I'm excited. Bless you. I'm excited to see what they can bring. They looked really good for their round one performance. Those blue outfits. I'm so excited to see it this week. But this is our little rant about Queendom. It's time to bring in Queendom Court officially. I know we said that court is in session, but it's officially in session because we are going to review and give our thoughts on the first episode. We kind of, we're probably just going to run down the episode also, Queendom Court, we can't talk about Queendom every single episode. It right. can't be our Let's Talk. So we might be interchanging it with one of our other segments that we do. So Queendom Court will probably be, from now on, will be a segment. Um, it might not be as long Yeah. as it a normal Let's Talk would be or like maybe some of our other talks. But we do want to touch on it. Yes. But if there's a interesting performance or episode we like to talk about, we'll probably bring it to the table. Yeah. So we watched Queendom season two, episode one. And right away, what can I tell you? They got the budget. They really did. <laughs> they got the budget. The set looks really cute. They have this chess vibe going on. And literally, they that whole intro sequence, the pillars, the building they were in, and they sit down. They dramatically walk are, in. Whoever. And then they go. Your turn. That yeah. whole thing. Quantum season just, one didn't get any of that. Also, just the whole three theatrics and dramatics of the intro is just like it was so dramatic. Your steps will become history. Yeah. <laughs> it was so dramatic, and it was. I'm here for it. It's so funny because Queendom season one literally started, and they were just like, "Who do you think's gonna be on the show?" And you got to see the groups that they're like companies guessing who it would be, yeah. and then they literally just met in person, and the show started. We didn't get none of this. We are. The queens. Yeah. Checkmate. Uh, I am Heolin. Yeah. And then it plays... I thought the setup was really cute, though, because they it really you know, was. said their little thing, made their move on the board, yeah. and then they were just like, we are... And then it played Luna, the intro or we performance. Are brave girls. Yeah, and then it played their intro performance. So if we're going to go in order of who appeared, the first person to make their move on the chessboard was Vivi's. So Vivi's... I think, again, they have a great personality for the show. Sinbi was funny. She know. I feel like she knew Mnet does some shady things with the editing, so she was purposely being like a little potster yeah. when they first met. Because the whole thing, when she was like, to Cosmic Girls, you think we're not your seniors? <laughs> that whole thing, and she yeah. shut them down. I was like, girl. But if we're talking about their intro performance, yeah. I loved the instrumental and the vibe. And the, the whacking retro they vibe? did. Yes. And the whacking, the whacking is served. The whacking, tutting, 
when they uh, started whacking out, I was just like, hey, hey. Yeah, you were you were when we watched it. I wasn't a big fan of um, G's solo at the end, and I saw a lot of people on Twitter clowning her for that. But overall, oh. I think they they like did their, what they had to do. I like their outfits too, like the black and the cute, I guess. And I don't know tops, if you noticed this from the that sequence and then their um, round one performance. They have a butterfly theme going on. Yes, I was just gonna say butterfly, but I wasn't too sure if they the tops butterfly. were butterfly or not. <laughs> they have a butterfly theme going on because yeah. then the butterflies appeared again. Yeah. Oh, actually, when they walked in, they had little butterfly clips. And they, that's what I'm saying. And then in their first round performance, they also had butterflies. So you know, I think they have. But we'll get there when we get there. We get there, right, right, right. So then we had Luna. Yeah. And Luna, I loved the cloud vibe. The sky vibe they had going on and the song satellite is a good song yes so i do like it their outfits to me though were kind of basic they were kind of simple but also if you think about what they were going for it worked it kind of makes sense and it works but i feel as though I, you said this before but i love the dramatic effect of the smoke and stuff yeah. like that but once it dissipated it kind of felt a little lackluster. Yeah, it lost its impact. Yeah. It did. You're right. But their formations They're, always deliver. Their formations, their dancing. They have a lot of members, so they can do a lot of things. It looks great. It does. It looks great. So moving along. I was shook. <laughs> We're moving on to Brave Girls. Yeah, I was shook. First, I was shook Yuna was the representative for them. Yeah. I was shocked it wasn't like Min Young or Yoo Jung because Yoo Jung is really mm -hmm. popular with her smile and her expressions. But Yuna was like the perfect one for it because she was like, we are brave girls. I was like, oh, we are here. They really they, made it. And then they came out with the suits and the, the suit. hats. Also, I will say... In my opinion, Brave Girls had the best instrumental for their intro performance. I like the I instrumental. I loved it. It was so they good. They gave everything with the choreography. And as soon as I feel like they're turning into that group, as soon as you hear the Brave Girls, where it's like, oh, oh yes, you, no. yes. And I loved how I feel like that a lot of the time their choreo is very simple. They were going all in. They were in. going all in. And this is from the Immortal Song performances. Yeah, same they energy. They channeled that energy. Same energy. If you guys haven't watched Brave Girls Immortal Song performances... You're missing out. You're missing every out. Every single one. Every single one. They're giving everything. They're giving a different sound. They're giving different outfits. We got rockers. <laughs> we got straw hat field girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, we have ethereal fan, mm -hmm. like traditional vibe it's they give everything and more if you haven't checked it out check it out workout queen yes when they did they were promoting deep end so i mean i loved that and then you said this right after brave girls finished but um, instantly you noticed they were setting that competitive vibe and it was already coming off more competitive than season one of i was gonna mention before with the whole chess thing i think they especially honed in on the competition because i'm not gonna lie i really love the sisterhood of queendom i feel like kingdom and boy groups in general are a little more competitive so kingdom was kind of competitive too but even more than kingdom queendom too you said it might like fizzle out a little bit 
but since it's the first episode they made it a little too competitive but i was just like tone it down because it's a lot it, it's it's the thing a is, lot Emner believes in that thing competition and drama make ratings and views but i just want to see them have fun like it's i true, don't though. even care it's true so which is why i was a little off put by the first episode because yeah. they were really honing in on the competition and i was just like okay even whatever. when and we'll like touch on it quick in a little bit but when they were like pick your rival oh yeah it was like oh my god so next was wjsn cosmic girls okay that floor the floor work i literally wrote down in my notes when we watched it floor work i said loved loved the floor work and change of costume the outfit change that outfit change they did everything wow they have the concept now i do think they are gonna give great performances Mm -hmm. so fingers crossed considering their first their intro performance i really hope they continue that energy but we'll see because the preview for next episode that one girl was ugly crying yeah i was wondering what happened yeah so we'll see and then your girl next we had it was the now you know we are kepler that marching band concept. That marching band gave concept. I lived for it. I lived They were for it. I agree with you. They were one of the best performances because they gave energy. They gave choreo. The formations were different. The expressions. They, the expressions their facial expressions stood out the most. To I me. really loved I know with Luna you get different because there's so many members with Kepler as well. And W what is it? Um Cosmic Girls or WJSN. They have a lot of members, so they can play with uh, levels and their choreography. But this time, I feel like Kepler Kepler took the cake. I mean, first of all, it wasn't even just the how they broke into the formations at the one part when they went from, like, the diagonal line into, like, the plus. It was so smooth. And I do have to say, a lot of groups perform well, but I think what is going to give Kepler an edge is their facial expressions and their energy their on the stage energy and new rookie because even off just, the stage they're so energetic they're, they're just so excited to be there so. yeah so and they perform see the light which is like one of my favorite if i mean i only have two others to choose from but it's like such a good song one of my favorite b-sides off of their album so i'm hype and then finally, closing out the show. Moving on to Miss Hyolin. St- First of all, when she came out you with Nine Lives, stop. Five Went Fast, Broke Me Slow. I love, okay. love that song. I feel like this is controversial with you because we were discussing it a little bit. But Hyolin by far was my favorite performance. Yes. And I feel like people are going to drag me too. But I can't. The powerful just standing there. Singing Nine Lives, well, belting that high note, her walking down. The curtain fell. The, yeah, her walking down and singing, you better stop. Oh, and then going into the Dolly choreography. So I lost I think, it. I think the first time I watched the performances when they were released, I was a little too harsh on this girl. Because I, I rated her, I think, what, like fifth or sixth? Yeah. <laughs> I think I was a little too harsh on her because it definitely was better when I watched it this time. Also, the, I'm not going to lie. I am a little biased because I love Hyolin. But just the... Yeah. She's so powerful just seeing her on honestly, stage. Because honestly, rewatching it, I think I put Brave Girls above her the first time we watched it. But watching it now, I think I would put her over Brave Girls, to be honest. I don't even remember my order, but I don't Hyolin, remember it either. Hyolin was definitely one of my favorites. But what the one thing I wrote down too when I watched her, 
this time is I said, when she puts that damn baseball cap on, you, you know, know it's, it's game, game time. Over. It's game time. Because she, she put that damn cap on and she went in right after that. She could just walk down the aisle and I would be screaming and crying. She has power in everything. She does vocals, uh, dance. Mm-hmm. The one thing she needs to bring back in Queendom is her rapping. rapping. Because we have gotten... T- tidbits of her rapping since Unpretty Rap Star. She released like a rap single and then she has like if she covers a song that has rap she'll do it every now and then. But Miss Girl needs to bring back the rapping. She really does. I wonder why she doesn't incorporate it. Because she's such a good rapper too. But anyway after that the show started and right away when they were showing the announcements of the girls being like oh you're on the show. Cosmic Girls had me in tears with that one member who it was like, oh, she's celebrating with her whole body. And she was like, oh, yeah, she was pounding on the, the wall. wall. <laughs> we both died at that point. I was like, what the? And it was funny because when they did the first meeting and stuff, Cosmic Girls has been pretty stoic since. Yeah. They've been pretty toned down. But when they were announced to be on the show, she was like, yeah. Bang. <laughs> she was popping. <laughs> she was popping. I loved. Well, not love, but I was, it was really interesting how they introduced Luna because I kind of felt bad for them because they were talking about the rumors of disbanding and Luna was, had me in tears too because when they announced they were going to be on Queendom, half of them were just like, oh my God. And half of them were just like, you could see them buffering and having a (laughs) mental breakdown. And then I was dying too because Brave Girls right away, we're bringing the clown energy. Brave girls? I can relate with brave girls so much. They were like, because what's in that box? They're clowns between themselves, but when they're in a new environment and new people, they're just like, I'm shy. <laughs> I know. I'm just well, like, girl, what do you have to be shy for? They were funny, and then the first meeting happened, and they were like being funny with each other, and then we're being self-deprecating. They're just like we're old and all of this other stuff but then like when the other groups came into they were so awkward and it was like funny to see because just when cosmic girls was like do you know who else is joining and min young just looked at her so straight face and was just like yeah we don't know i was like everyone every all four of them were silent and blinking and they were struggling because and then you know was just like dying and she'd be like oh my god what if they don't know who we are? Or yeah. like, oh my god, I don't think we can compete with them. Yeah. And like, they would just drag each other. And then it was cute because then They're Luna so and Kepler went over and like made them comfortable. Like, Luna was like, oh my god, we love your song. And then Kepler hit them with the, my dad likes my your... My dad likes your songs. And <laughs> he listens to them in the car. Oh my god. I love Kepler, but I was... Thinking, girl, That's you so just shitty. made it worse for them. <laughs> so. they, Rave girls were laughing, but going back to what you were saying, when they were opening the box to see their announcement, because I guess Brave Brave left them a card, and their announcement was in the box. First of all, they walk in, and they're just like, oh my god valentine's day box <laughs> and then the, whoever it was was like if it's something weird just put it just back put it back <laughs> and then even after they were done reading it they were like this is weird put it back yeah but then you know miss Tan came in looking okay. at Thoreau. 
I don't care about anyone in this show. Taeyeon is coming for me. Because... <laughs> you care about them, but she's coming for you. She walked in. And instantly. It's game over for me. I also oh, love she letting... wore the white the white when they met. Oh and then Ranwan wore the black. The contrast. Her... I'm so excited to see their outfits. Screw everyone else. <laughs> I'm here for Taeyeon. Because... Letting you guys know, I finally got my INVU album, and you I about? was screaming because she looked so good. I got the blue version. Yes, she it's looked so nice. So I good. At it today. I got. Um, I love the photo card that I got. The Artemis. Yeah, the Artemis. The she's in that gray dress. If y'all know, you know. I was living. She. I told Justin. I was like. I'm start. I'm standing. I'm standing. Taeyeon. She looks so great. I stand Taeyeon after this photo album. Just looking at it. And all she I don't know is a, a blue dress. But she served. And she served. And then she, she walked in, and I was like, game over. It's just gonna be Taeyeon from now on. But I also kind of want to go through the vibes of everyone because Brave Girls, we already know, are the clowns. But I loved how Vivi's was just like, we are the experienced rookies. So I liked how they played on their words. And as you said... And they look good. They look good. Their outfits every time look so good. And it's definitely a new chapter for them, so I'm interested to see. Kepler, I really wanted to say, they are giving Golden Retriever energy. And I'm here for it. They're always their loud, energy. energetic. Is giving me like everything. that, and and I love for it. people to be like, oh, who cares? Well, it can get you a long way because the whole reason that Hyorin even picked Kepler as her rival was yeah. because of their energy. And I guessed it too. Their energy, and yeah, you literally were like, I think she's gonna pick Kepler, and then all of a sudden she was like, Kepler, and I was like, oh my god, because we were saying it could either go two ways. It could either be. Um, Cosmic Girls because they're part of the same, same company. Yeah, they were from the Starship. same company. Or I was thinking, because when I said, oh, she might pick Kepler, I was thinking because they're the rookie group and it's kind of just... The veteran. The veteran and, you know, she's probably like, let's see what you got. Right. But everyone choosing their rivals, their explanations were cute. Were so cute. Rip to Brave Girls. Rip to Brave Girls. No, no one, one picked Brave them. Girls as their rival. I felt so I bad felt for them. Really and bad. they all looked at each other like No one oh, picked us. We yeah. have a lot to prove. And I was yeah. like, oh my god. Also, yeah. we haven't mentioned this whole episode, but just quick shout out. Props to Unji being Bomb's backup dancer in season one of Queendom. Her stand-in. And now she's on with her own group. Yeah. That is some growth. Luna and I'd say Luna and Kepler were definitely making everyone feel comfortable. Yeah. Because as you as we said, brave girls were kind of, you know, were scared. <laughs> yeah, scared and awkward. And it's funny because they're the oldest group. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're the oldest ones. They're not the oldest group, but, like, in terms of age, their members are the oldest. Yeah. And Cosmic Girls, they were kind of intimidating other people. They were. They were very competitive. Yeah. They were competitive because, like, even when Luna was like, you're our rivals, Taeyeon was like, why aren't you reacting? And it was like, well, we don't know if it's a good reason or a bad reason. And I was yeah. like, oh. I, I feel that, yeah, that was everyone, too, at, to a certain extent. 
And then Luna has their new chapter, new beginning, because, you know, their whole rumors and stuff like that. Yeah. And Hyolin, we were expecting, we didn't know what we were getting. We were either getting Ice Queen or Nurturing Veteran. And I she's see, giving. She's giving. Nurturing Veteran. Yes. It's so, cute, though, it's so cute. because I feel like every show she's been on before, we get, like, Ice Queen. Yeah. Or she just, like, becomes this untouchable persona. Because, yeah. like, in Unpretty Rapstar, she was nice to everyone, but then she became so good that people were, like, to the point where it was like, oh, she's on this track. Like, it's going to be a battle. She's really good. And she would just give that energy of, like, I know, I know. I'm good. As she should. Which she should, but it's it's nice to see. When she hugged Exy from... I was Cosmic just going to say. That was so cute. It was very cute and heartwarming. And it when they showed sucked. their flashback on, on Pretty Rap Star together, yeah. I was like, this is so cute. Because Exy was saying how she only got in because Hyolin was on that show. so. And it was a cute moment to see. Yeah. But moving right along, then we, you know, zoomed on in to round one, round one. which was the group's signature songs. Yes. So we only get to see Viviza and... Hyorin performed today. Yeah, because the, this week. the order was Vivi's, Hyolin, Kepler, Kepler, Brave Girls, Brave Girls, Luna, Luna and then Cosmic Girls. Cosmic Girls. So we only get to see the first two this week. Luna it didn't get to perform at all because all the members got COVID. Which sucks. Which sucks. I kind of wanted to see their performance. But it's going to be interesting to see if they... I want to see... they. I hope they get to record it at a different time later. and then still participate in the round because yeah. i want to see what they came up with they were teasing too they were teasing a little bit where the luna members were in distress because they were just like what do we do right what's happening and then once the first round began the girls walked into their individual rooms and they're just like oh where's luna where's luna because they posted the order yeah so I want to. I really hope Luna gets to perform. And Helen was sweet because she was just like, "I'm gonna write that. In. I'm gonna write that in." So we'll see the rest next week. But we'll talk about Vivi's first. Mm-hmm. They performed um, "Time for the Moon Night" and "Rough," oh, aka G Friend songs, which I think was very which, smart. Yeah, I agree. On their part, perform the nostalgic hits, and if I have to sum up their performance into a few words, I would say sentimental. Mm-hmm. and emotional like it shouldn't the songs aren't i feel like as sad as the vibe was but it was sad like it was it was melancholy it was very melancholy yeah exactly and then even after like people were crying some yes, people some participants so were crying it was kind of cute because even a lot of them none of us expected for g friends songs to be performed again and if i was right. one of their fans you know, it would be bittersweet. It would have been so nice to see. Yeah, and then you're obviously missing the few members. I think the build, the transition from Time for the Moon Knight into Rough was immaculate. I think the their use members. of the backup dancers and the Lifting. the screen yeah. with the lights oh, yes, and the, the butterfly screen. going across, that was nice. And the live orchestra. Yes. Props to the, the live orchestra. The dramatics and theatrics of the performance were really good, but... I did feel like their performance was kind of lackluster. Mm. Only because uh, we were talking about it while we were watching it. They didn't really have a climax, per se. It kind of just was stagnant throughout the The climax was supposed to be the build-in to rough. Yeah. 
But I, yeah. I was left wanting a high note. Yes. And I was also left... I was very surprised because their facial expressions didn't give me what I was expecting. They looked very stoic the entire time. If as, they gave more like heartbreak, longing, sadness. Yes. As harsh as this sounds, they were giving Espa with facial oh. expressions. <laughs> if you know, you know. That's all we're going to say. That's all we got to say. But... Yeah, I expected more from them, but, you know, they still It's have, only round one. It's only round one. And it wasn't a bad performance. No, it was cute. Their outfits were really cute, too. Right. So, and then... Whoever their makeup artist is, though, I really love their makeup. So, and then I also just want to talk about the styling. Like you said yes. when we watched it, the boots. You loved oh, those boots. God. I need white pair of combat boots. Yeah. They look nice. They look nice. And I also wanted to mention the um the little like the face glitter and the stuff with the makeup that they did on some of the girls too was cute. Oh, yes. That was cute. It was throughout a cute the touch. whole show so far, they're very I was telling you, they're giving us very like royalty princess yes. vibes. Yes. They love white because even in the intro they, they look wore good white, in white and gold. And in the performance, they were white. They're yeah. wearing white, so... It's going to be interesting to see who they end up covering yeah. in round two. But I think they look great. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not the biggest G-Friend stint, or, like, I don't stand them like that. I do like a few of their songs. Their choreography always goes off. But their choreography goes off. That's what I was just going to say. Like, the Time for the Moon Knight, I didn't really like that song when it came out. And then I listened to it, and I actually didn't mind it. I was like, oh, this song's actually pretty good. And the choreo went off, though. It was great. And then we got into our second performance. Welcome to Paradise. Hyorin oh performed Sistar's iconic so, hit, Touch My Body. Yes. I, <laughs> I was telling him, because she was obviously with every performance. They go through a little bit of backstory, how they chose the song. Hyolin was going through her true solo debut was Paradise when she was still with Sistar. I was telling Justin, she basically did touch my body, but the theme of Paradise. <laughs> because Paradise was the whole like jungle wildlife vibe. And like Paradise Island. like Yeah, and she said welcome to Paradise. So I thought she was going to do Paradise. But it was smart for her to do a Sistar song because, honestly, any Sistar song that she did would end up doing good. I love Touch My Body. It I was so feel, smart of her to pick the biggest hit, I feel like if she too. did one of her now solo songs, because I feel like they're not as popular. And I don't know how she would have rearranged them. Yeah. Like, what version of Dolly are you going to give? What version of Lay and Low are you going to yeah. give? Yeah. So I think it was smart for her, but I have so much respect for her because I didn't realize this this girl is basically planning the the concept the concept the choreo the choreo the well, set design choreo I feel like she has some of the dancers she works with but, one uh, other choreo producer, in terms of um like formation and like oh they're gonna stand on stage here move here move. yes she had the whole layout of the, the stage map, yeah and she was planning and describing everything homegirl went to the flower shop to do some in of her the own car she drove her own car i was just like okay miss this is what happens when you're a one-woman company yes 
I have so much respect for her because I didn't realize she actually she has she to plan connect. everything. She, yeah, she planned her song, her concept, her set design. She had to contact her producer to get the song remixed. She contacted the choreo to get the choreo and yeah. performance I together. I she went to One Milli Studio because it said One Million. But I would... I think it made the performance even more powerful. Oh, it was grandeur. I I haven't seen the rest of the performances, but she ate everyone. <laughs> they haven't even come out yet, and Vivi's, she devoured. Vivi's themselves were just like, we need to try harder next time. <laughs> this show just started. I mean, what I loved about it is, well, first of all, it was so funny how she was like, if I'm choosing a sister song, I want to do Lonely. I'm like, girl. <laughs> girl, come on. But she's like, no, it's too sad. Yeah. But... I loved how she used the entire stage because she started on that platform, came down, yes, then went down the, the stairs, and then she used the whole stage, and her vocals, like, she added so many high notes yes. and belts into the song, but it, they worked. Like, it didn't come off like, oh, it's too extra. Yeah. It worked. No, it worked. And she did a break dance. Like, break. That break dance. That whole thing. She gave us a little dolly in that breakdown. Well, I told you when we watched it, I she was broke shocked her back. that Mnet, first of all, let her perform that kind of choreo, let alone in those booty shorts. Yeah. This girl was serving. She was serving. She she really was. I she, already know, like you said, I'm not going to go as far as to say, like, oh, she devoured everyone else. But I will say, I know she'll be like top three. I would say sure. top three for sure. And I loved her whole energy, too, of how they tried to play it up. Like, she wanted to go last. Where is she going to pick? And she was just like, I'll go in two. It doesn't matter. She knew she was going to serve and leave the audience. It was really funny because I feel as though everyone, not even just us, just everyone from the beginning was kind of just like, yeah, she's going to eat everyone else up. And she knows it. And it was funny because in the interview when they were choosing rivals, she's just like, well, I can do better than everyone else, so... <laughs> well, I Not was... verbatim, but that's basically... But, like, her vibe, she, she was just said. like, do I have to pick a rival? Because yeah. I originally thought, like, who can I beat here? Like, yeah. <laughs> but her, the reaction of all everyone backstage living for her, like, yeah. oh, my God, and freaking out, and being like, oh, my God, stop, is this allowed, reminded me so much of Miniskirt, <laughs> because remember when, like, Yuna finished and she was like, I'm getting exhausted, and they pulled out the chairs. Oh, my girl was like, are you really exhausted? This isn't fair. Stop, stop. And that was the vibe they gave you with. I forgot who it was, but I think it was. Because they were all like, oh, I think it was one of the members from Cosmic Girls that was just like, be gentle, be gentle. Yes, yes. (laughs) When she did her first high note. And then they were just like, oh, Brave Girls was just like, I don't want to compete anymore. Yeah, they were like. Let's just go home. Let's just go home. Girl. And it was funny too because Pack I think it, un- it was Unji who said it, but she was just like, I don't want to perform anymore. And she goes, Poor Kepler. They have to go right after her. And she goes, I don't even want to go after her and we're not even next. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God. But she knew because that even her ending pose when she was like smirking but then broke into that big smile, yeah, she knew. She knew what she was doing. She knew. I'm excited for Kepler, though, because they kept on... Obviously, they kept on panning to everyone's reactions. I love Kepler's costumes or, like, outfits because they're giving... Because it's cargo pants and... The black and red, too, is yes, such a nice color. They're giving very much they're going to go hard girl crush. And it's so going to be I'm so excited. interesting to see how they remix and they're like, going rearrange next. Watada. Yeah. 
Because we all know they're doing... Because it was so funny when Tayon was like, round one is your signature song. And Kepler was like, we only, we only have, have one, one song. <laughs> that was so funny. But I'm excited for them, yeah. obviously, because they're my girls. And of course, I'm excited for Brave Girls because those blue outfits, outfits looked amazing. And their teaser. They and had these teaser. glow up light sticks that they were like, they incorporated choreography but with. So also, I'm excited. you know, they're bringing that Immortal Songs energy. Yes. And I'm excited for everyone. So I can't wait till Thursday. But that wraps up Queendom's Court Season 1 Review. I mean, season one, episode, (laughs) well, we did review season one, season one and episode one of season two review, court is now adjourned. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So that's it. That's it. The jury, what do we, the jury has spoken. The jury, the jury's verdict is that Queendom season two is going to be a sleigh. Yeah. And this episode was great. I'm very much excited. I'm so excited. So on that note. I know we like to do a usual TTFN ta-ta for now, but I think we've talked enough today. I don't know about you, but Queendom's Court, I think, took place (laughs) of our ta-ta for now. Before we go, I do want to pitch that we have finally opened our Instagram. So I know we were talking about if we were going to do one, we ended up doing it. So now you guys can follow us if you would like. Just find us on Instagram at Two Real Kpop, and you will be able to keep up all we're doing. We like to post songs and idols that we're listening to or that we're keeping up with. We post fun things on our story every now and then that you can interact with, quizzes, uh, reactions. We're still trying to get the ball rolling. We're still trying to get the ball rolling. And life happens. Life happens. We're so... only two people. <laughs> so we're not always going to be on there. Yeah. But you can connect with us there. And let us know your thoughts on the episodes. So, follow us on Instagram. That's all I have to say on that. Anything to add? Nope. As you know, we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. We ain't going to give you a Let's Talk preview because we don't want to go back on our word like we did on this episode. So, until next time, we'll see you then. And this has been Two Real K-Pop. K-Pop.